0: Hey friends and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz and today we are going to be talking about faith beyond measure. This is episode 148. Do you know what the true measure of success is? And no, not in the worldly sense of money and time and all of the other things that we think, um, you know, success means. But I would say that the true measure of success is faith. Faith that is Um, all-encompassing, and just leads our life to joy. I want to thank our sponsor, and that's Media Angels, the book One More Child, and also A Few Minutes with God. You can find both of these on Amazon, or you can go to mediaangels.com and find more information about my books, products, and podcasts there. You can find today's episode 148 on a few minutes with God You know, God has that love that abounds and it has no limit. God gives and gives and gives us His love, and our faith can grow beyond all of our hopes and dreams. The way we measure our success in this world is usually by the things we have, right? But the way God measures our success is so different. The world says things like, well, you deserve it. And you know, you need to think about yourself first. And oh my gosh, you can do it. You don't need anyone's help. We have become a narcissistic society. Look at how many people are taking selfies all day long to post on social media or on apps. And We're so focused on ourselves and our conversations with people who are not even right in front of us. Is that a bad thing? No, not necessarily. It's one of those neutral. It's not good or bad. But it takes our eyes away from the things that are really important in life. And it robs us of our time. So many people say, well, I don't have enough time to do the things I want to do. Friends, we always have time to do what we want to do. We make the time for that. God has given us free will and we pray thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. If these words sound familiar to you, they come from the Lord's Prayer in the scriptures, Matthew 6, 9 through 13, where Jesus taught us how to pray. Free will is God's will. God's will is always accomplished. Horrible things happen to good people. And when the world is one where self is proclaimed as God, the society as a whole fails. If we look at history and the revisionist history taught in the schools today is not what I'm talking about here. But when we look at history, the history of mankind, we see a society that continuously and it's, you know, the whole story of salvation is in the Bible. And how many times, you know, were, were the men of God, given a charge or a mission or something to do and they kept failing over and over again we can think about you know King David as one example and yet they heard from the Lord they conversed with the Lord and they still failed today in our society it has you know just extrapolated out people have ignored faith they've ignored family they focused on the me, me, me. In the present age, we see that families have been torn apart. Husbands and wife divorced because of something so horribly known as irreconcilable differences. You know, it it that to me just blows my mind. Like we can't figure out how to get along. The me first generation is waging a war and fathers have just, for the most part, abdicated their duties in so many cases and not to say that mothers haven't either we create our own hells on earth we look down instead of up and in doing so we find that we see earthly pleasures and they are not fulfilling hell on earth is an absence of the love of god and all love is communicated through the creator we can choose god or we can choose ourselves Sometimes I wonder what unbelievers think about death and turmoil without hope of everlasting life. If this is all there is, earthly pleasures, then I can't imagine what happens when tra- tragedy hits, especially death. Is death truly the end? Is that all there is? For a Christian, if we know the truth, why the heck don't we act like it? We should be joyful in sharing the good news. We should have faith without expecting things to turn out as we planned. Our pastor talks about working on the vertical or relationship with God. And if we do, he will work out the horizontal, the life we live. How can we work on the vertical? Do you know? Well, by prayer, by spending time with God, by words filled and inspired by the Holy Spirit, by listening in the quiet, listening to see if God prompts you. I mean, the prompt may be pull out your Bible and just open it up and start reading. Set reminders to pray. Why not? We set reminders for everything else. My phone pops up a calendar reminder daily to pray. It's a reminder to me to just stop in the moment and praise God. Communication is the key to any relationship. And if we are not spending time talking to God, pouring out our heart to him, not in complaint, But in prayer, how much better our life would be. And it's not to say you can't pour out your heart and complain to the Lord because you can. But I think so many times we get caught up in our prayers and all of the things that, you know, God's not doing for us that we forget how important just listening and pouring out our our thankfulness for our blessings. You can find something to be happy about. And sometimes it's hard. You know, especially uh, certain days, you know, when you turn on a television, it's really hard these days. So keep it off. I've been doing that. And I have to tell you that, um, you know, I've been praying and my life has been much better because of it. The prayers God answers are ones of faith. Lord, give me more faith. That's one he'll answer a deepening of our relationship with him. And so many times we create our own hell on earth instead of seeking the kingdom of God. We look for earthly happiness. And that is something that God gives us and it's a grace when we have it. But if we don't have faith in God, then we can't be filled with that unbelievable love so that when things don't go right, we will have that love of God to sustain us. God's faith is unconditional. Our faith is, well, I'll love you if you do this uh, for that. You know, we deal with relationships in that way. Like, what are we going to get out of it? When we feel marginalized or maligned, we want to retaliate and fight back. Faith is understanding that our human condition is frailty and not expecting others, even those we love, to give us the craving of love without limits. Our husbands, wives, kids, grandkids, extended family members, friends, they're going to let us down at one time or another. Who can never let us down? The Almighty, the King of heaven and earth. Friends, hell is real. The scriptures talk about hell that is everlasting. And we may wonder, how could God create hell? Well, hell is the absence of something, the absence of a thing, the absence of the light of Christ. If Christ is love, then hell is without love, and it's pure evil and suffering. God has communicated his love for us by his creation. I wondered from time to time, why did God even bother to make us frail humans that have such weaknesses compared to the glory of God? But as a parent and one who loves her spouse, I realized that love by its very nature wants to create. The outcome of love is family. That, my friends, is a taste of heaven on earth. We create hell when we turn our backs on God. We put ourselves first above all others when we believe that this is all there is. And heaven may or may not be there, so why bother? When we can't tell ourselves no, that's when we get ourselves in trouble. We have precious gifts just waiting to be given to us. And that is faith without measure. We can use our freedoms, not given by the state or the nation, but by God. We need to pray to God for help to use our freedom wisely, to enter the narrow gate, to walk that less traveled path. So if everyone else is doing it, you can be sure you won't find me doing it as well. God does not predestine anyone to go to hell. He's given us free will, and we can turn away from God. We have that ability. Our hope, our joy, our love, our faith is all in God. You know, it's said that it's a testament of God's free will that he allows us to choose hell if we want. That, to me, is mind-blowing. It's boggling. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. John fourteen six. Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Friends, do you believe that? We Christians are just as guilty as our counterparts. We pick and choose what we like or what we don't like. If it's too hard, we decide to take the easy road. In near-death experiences, when a person is on the threshold of heaven, often the person talks about light, happiness, and peace. If a person has a negative experience, the result is conversion, going toward God rather than away from God. It's a balance, a balance of doing life, living life in this world, and understanding that a merciful God is waiting for us with open arms. Let's pray. My God, I come before you, sinful and sorrowful, for all the ways I have offended you and put my wants and needs over you. You have rightly wanted for my life what is good and just. You have given me free will, and I have taken this and often turned my back on what is right and just. I ask you, Lord, to help me to see my life as you see it and to lead me by the still voice of the Holy Spirit back into the path of goodness and happiness. Jesus, come into my life in a deeper way. I crave a closer relationship with you each and every day. Bring me people in my life who are also surrounded by your love and your joy. Let us encourage each other. I pray specifically for the following people and their needs. And I ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen.
1: Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, a afewminuteswithgod.com and your podcast page on a afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.